Come on, tell somebody else this is a daily thing. 
Sunday morning and leave the Bible on the back seat covered up with a newspaper just in case a co-worker walks by. Not baby Jesus. Doesn't say believe in the baby Jesus. Believe on the Lord Jesus. That is your ruler, your authority, your covering wherever you go and whatever you do. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved. Romans 10 9, if you confess with thy mouth, God, Lord Jesus. Second Peter 1 and 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. He's got to be the Lord of your life. What did Jesus say? He wants to be my disciple, must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Some of y'all, the best thing you can do in the morning is walk into the bathroom, look in the mirror, and say, No! No flesh, no sinful nature. No, you are not going to ruin the plans that God has for my life today. I'm going to tell you in advance, No. Jesus said, Do it. Deny yourself. Some of y'all need to literally do it. You need to get up, look in the mirror, and say, Denied. Hallelujah. If you want to make it in this Christian walk, you need to take Romans 12, 1 and 2 and daily apply it to your life. It's not a one and done thing. It's about daily transformation. Go on, tell somebody else it's a daily thing. So this morning, don't worry, I'm almost done. We'll beat the Baptist to the buffet and the Methodist to McCall's. But I want to tell you a little bit this morning about how you can transform your mind. I'm going to give you two practical things. Y'all ready? Because you cannot be transformed if you've got your past way of thinking, okay? Being transformed means letting go of yesterday. So I'm going to give you two areas of the past that you have to let go of. Number one, the pride of the past. In 1400s Italy, there was a great minister and social reformer named Friar Savonarola. And he was starting out in ministry... As a young student of ministry, he noticed an elderly woman who would come every morning and pray before a statue of the Virgin Mary. And he pulled an elderly priest aside and he said to him, look how devoted this woman is. She comes every day and cries and prays. And the priest said to the young man, he said, don't be fooled. You see, many years ago, when the sculptor needed a model for the statue, he hired a beautiful young woman to sit and pose for the statue. And this devout worshiper that you see every day was once that young woman. 
She's not worshiping God. She's mourning and worshiping who she used to be. Some of you are missing out on what God wants you to be today because you're constantly looking back to who you were yesterday. It's like those people who always look back to high school as the best time of their life. I remember when I was in high school and I was working at a grocery store, at Joiner's Grocery. There's one in Fremont still. I worked at the Joiner's in Nashville. I was working at Joiner's Grocery Store, bagging groceries, and this old man, this old, old farmer, about 150 years old, he came in and he was buying some groceries. I was bagging them up and he was talking to me. He said, son, he said, you in high school? I said, yes, sir. He said, that was the greatest time of my life. And I'm thinking, my God, man, what you've been doing the last 138 years of your life? I'm in it. It ain't that great. I got plans after this, man. Come on. <laughs> Best days of your life. And because they truly believe that high school were their greatest days, they go through life bitter and frustrated because they're living with the attitude that their present will never be as great as their past. Let me tell you something. Your memory is unreliable. Can I say it again? Your memory is unreliable. Your memory will lie to you. In your mind, you old girlfriend in high school looked like Miss America. <laughs> but in reality, that girl looked like Willie Nelson. <laughs> looked like Lil John. <laughs> she fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. U-G-L-Y, she ain't got no alibi, she ugly. Hair looks like it got on, caught on fire and somebody put it out with a brick. <laughs> but that's not how you remember her. In your mind, she was just so beautiful. Memory is a low-down, dirty, rotten, good-for-nothing liar that lies. In our minds, the past is not what it used to be. We often remember things better than they actually were, and somebody needs that this morning. <laughs> The pride of the past is a dangerous thing. Maybe for you it's the pleasure of the past. It's just like the devil to remind us of all the fun we had when we were sinners. You got to be careful with this one. Because the devil will bring up all the fun you had. Never mind the fact that you were lost and miserable and on your way to hell. He won't remind you of that. He'll remind you of the fun times and let you forget about all the misery and the pain you had to go through because of how you were living. Oh, he'll remind you how much fun you had when you were drunk, but he won't remind you that you were puking your guts out and had a, such a bad headache you wanted to die. He'll remind you of all the fun, but he won't remind you of all the pain. See, the enemy is slick. He'll remind you of the pleasure, never the pain. Beware of the past because the past is a dangerous thing. Maybe for you it's, it's not the appeal of sin. Maybe it's the success you once had. Some of you think your best days are behind you. Listen, if you're a child of God, your best days are always ahead of you. If I'm breathing, listen, God's not done with me. My best days are ahead. I just believe that. 
I believe the best is yet to come. The past is gone. It has nothing to offer you, so stop letting the past have power over your present. Philippians 3.13, the Apostle Paul said, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Some of y'all need to stop looking back and start looking forward in Jesus' name. Isaiah 43, 18. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? He asked them this question. This is God talking to Israel. He says, shall you not know it? In other words, will you recognize it when I do something new in your life? Will you realize that this is me? Is it possible to be so focused on yesterday that we miss out on what God wants to do today? Two things you have to let go of. Number one, the pride of the past. And number two, the guilt of the past. This is a big one. David knew what it felt like to deal with the guilt from the past. Look what he said in Psalm 38. He said, my guilt overwhelms me. It is a burden too heavy to bear. Listen, the burden of sin is far too heavy for you to handle. And if you hang on to sin and hang on to guilt, it will destroy your life. The truth is we all have things that we could feel guilty about. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of us has messed up along the way, but we can't let the guilt of yesterday stop us from moving ahead into tomorrow. We cannot let let guilt stop us, but guess what? Guilt doesn't go away on its own, does it? There are a lot of ways people try to deal with guilt, okay? Some people just ignore it. That's what I like to do. I just like to cram it deep down inside and pretend like it doesn't exist. Is that healthy? No. Some people ignore it. Some people try to numb it with anything they can, like Krispy Kreme donuts. Woo! Fresh off of that thing. Hallelujah. Put that glaze on it. Give me a little extra. Give, let me get triple glaze, one for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. People ignore it. People try to medicate it. Ultimately, most people built, beat themselves up with guilt. They punish themselves over the things that they did in their past. They go through life feeling like they're somehow unworthy of anything good. They feel like they don't deserve the blessings of God in their life. Listen, some of you have settled for things far below God's standard for you because you will not let go of the guilt of yesterday. You've settled for a bad relationship. You've settled for a mediocre job. You've settled for not doing anything in ministry. You've settled for a lifestyle that you know is not good for you. Why? Because you've allowed the guilt of the past to convince you, I don't deserve anything better than this. Let me tell you something. If you're in Christ Jesus, you're a new creation. The guilt of yesterday has been cleansed and washed away by the blood of Jesus, you are a child of God, and you have made, been made worthy of God's very best. It's not about what you've done. It's about what Jesus did. 
Listen to this, Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look at this next verse. This is the key. Who once were not a people, but now. Somebody say now. now. That was then. This is now. You once who once were not a people, but now are the people of God. Come on, tell somebody, I'm God's people. Come on, tell somebody else, I'm God's people. Come on, tell your neighbor, you don't realize who you're sitting beside today. I am somebody. Hallelujah. God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. When you've got Jesus, you've got it all. You were not qualified, but Jesus has qualified you. You are not worthy, but Jesus has made you worthy. You were not eligible, but Jesus has made you eligible. That's who you used to be. This is who you are now in Christ Jesus. You are a child of God, the redeemed of the Lord, a saint of God, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not because of anything you did, but because of everything he did. Hallelujah. Come on, tell somebody else, I'm God's people. Listen, God never consults your past to determine your future. If you're not God's people today... What are you waiting for? Become a member of the family of God today. Because here's, here's the only answer to the problem of guilt. Give it to God. We cannot rid ourselves of Christianity. It's not a self-help religion. It's about dying to yourself so God can live in you. You put your life in his hands. You give Jesus control. He will remove the weight and the burden of guilt off of your life. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Stop letting the enemy paralyze you with guilt. Give it to God and trust God. Let him forgive you and cleanse you. Listen, Jesus took the burden of guilt upon himself so that we can live free from guilt. Maybe you're here this morning and you're not living for God. Maybe you feel condemned by sin in your life. Listen, Jesus did not come to condemn you. He came to save you and set you free. That's why Jesus died for us. He died to save us. He did what we couldn't do. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Jesus came and lived and met God's standard perfectly. It doesn't matter how good of a person you've been. It doesn't matter how bad of a person you've been. The Bible says the arm of the Lord is not short that he cannot save. If Jesus has to reach all the way down to the bottom of the barrel, he's able to reach you and save you and transform you and set you free. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is too difficult for Him. God doesn't save you based on how you've lived your life. He saves you based on what Jesus did for you on the cross. That's why John 10.10 10 says, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Listen, if you haven't lived for Jesus, you haven't lived. 
Sure, sin may be fun for a season, but the Bible has it right. It calls it the passing pleasures of sin. It'll be fun for a while, but it's going to end in nothing but destruction and heartache and pain. So will you let Jesus save you from sin this morning on this Palm Sunday? You have an opportunity right now to put your life in his hands, to trust him, to let him free you from the wilt, the guilt, and the weight of sin. No more looking over your shoulder, no more living in fear of the past. Let Jesus set you free and give you a new beginning. Will you close your eyes and pray this morning? Pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Cleanse me. Set me free. Transform me. Make me into who you want me to be. In Jesus' name. Now, will you stand up this morning? We're getting ready to pray and worship before we leave. But I want you to make a declaration this morning. For those of you who will, will you just throw up your hands this morning and say this out loud? Come on, say, I'm forgiven. I am set free. I am a child of God. My guilt is gone. My future is bright because I belong to Jesus. Come on now, make the devil mad. Say, devil, I don't belong to you. World, I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Now celebrate that this morning as we praise God real big.